Austin Found is sponsored by the LBJ Presidential Library. Listen to the library's new podcast, With the Bark Off, conversations from the LBJ Presidential Library. Candid and revealing episodes will be added each week. Subscribe for free in your preferred podcast app. Literally an institution in this town of digging up old photos, old stories, collections, everything you can imagine under the sun about this great city. Greasy spoons, dives, old clubs. If you love this city, you're going to love it even more. Real people, real stories, real places. This is the Austin Found Podcast. Welcome back to the show. I'm J.B. Hager. I'm Michael Barnes. And we're going to do another episode talking about greasy spoons and dives. And, and old and, clubs. Yeah. yeah. Everything that it is such a magical part of Austin. It, you know, I have a, a good friend from Southern California who loves mm-hmm. to come visit here. And he's like, man, I just, you guys just have all these great little neighborhood places that you go to eat. You have and, a lot of soul. Yeah. And he's like, we just have chains and franchises <laughs> and like, yeah, we don't really take too kindly to those no, in, no. in, you know, in central, central Up Austin. Very recently, I don't think there was a single franchise on South Congress. There are a hundred businesses along there. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, we are very loyal to the local brand. Yeah, I tried to put a house of blues here. Remember that? Oh my god, that lasted about that a minute. Sac- sacrilegious and a hard rock too, didn't they? I think there was no, there wasn't. They was tried it? to. There was chatter about it. Yeah. We were like, no, yeah. we got Antone. See yeah, you later. I don't think we ever got it. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, now we're going to jump back into some some dives, and boy, here he comes again, old Eddie Wilson. Eddie Wilson pops up every time. He was everywhere. And I didn't know about this one. Eddie Wilson's most notable venture, I think, was Armadillo World Headquarters. Absolutely, from 1970 to 1980. Which people still talk about like it was a few years ago. Yeah. And and then Threadgills, he he, uh, took over the Threadgills brand and kept that going, going, going. And And only just closed the original one just this week. Here we sit here in April 2020 and Threadgills on North Lamar. It was just last year that the one on Riverside closed because the property taxes were... You know what his property taxes were there? I don't know. Well, he he won't mind me telling you this, but he he struck a deal with the landowner that included paying the property taxes. And last year was an insane property tax hike for all of us. We were all fighting it, right? Right. And uh, 30 grand a month... Wow. Is what it was on Riverside. Wow. So we, you know, unfortunately had to close that. Can I say something a little controversial here? Please do. You can tell which old Austin businesses like that are going to go soon when you look at the size of their surface parking mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Because two-thirds of what he was paying for was to have a giant surface parking lot in the middle of town. Right. And the same was true with El Gallo, the same was true with Frisco, the same was true with a lot of these mm-hmm. places where you just can't afford to have that much invested in a surface parking lot. Yeah, and a friend of mine who's a, a good restaurateur in, in town, he said that the, the problem lies in the city taxes you on what the property could, could be worth, yeah. not what it's worth right. today as a restaurant. And so, yeah, we are going to lose more and more of these, unfortunately. Yeah, And some of them are being re-envisioned like huts is going to become sammy's and i would would not be surprised if someone went in 
with that historic Threadgill's building and tried to do some kind of version, mm-hmm. updated version of a diner. So Eddie did another one that slipped right off my radar. The raw deal. The raw deal. Yeah. And this was after Armadillo. It was after Armadillo. And this was a little sick, just off 6th Street. On Sabine Street, which is now being reimagined as a kind of pedestrian walkway. Because of the the creek. That's right, but next to the creek. Right. And they're redoing the whole creek from campus down to the Colorado River. And so that's Waller Creek, we Mm -hmm. should say. Mm -hmm. I know there's, (laughs) since I can remember, there's been talk of cleaning up Waller Creek and making it. Well, and they did it once. They did it for the Bicentennial. And at the same time, they were doing things like the uh, hike and bike trail along the lake. And it all flooded out, washed away. Mm -hmm. You know, bits and pieces of it you can see somewhere. There's an arch or a stairway or something made out of limestone. And that was all part of a a river walk along Waller Creek from the 1970s. And for those who are new to Austin, that's just a couple blocks west of I-35. Right. Off of 6th Street. And that's where Raw Deal was. What kind of place was Raw Deal? Well, it was a lunch place, a a place you could eat, But uh, and and Eddie's big about cooking, but it also was obviously a place where people drank and drank (laughs) to the limit. And among them were some really famous people. (laughs) Like um, future Governor Ann Richards and future Lieutenant Governor Bob Bullock. Those were two very, very big, big personalities. Oh, I can't imagine. And and back when they were drinking, they both sobered up. Back when they were drinking, it was just like out of this world what kind of things they would get into and the tricks they play on each other and the kinds of things that, that it's hard to believe that politicians would do these days, at least in Texas. I would give anything to be a fly on the wall and see that. Go back in time, Oh, right? my gosh, It would yeah. be amazing. And I'm the ding-dong that hasn't seen the play Anne yet, but I've heard from people who were very close to her that it was like watching Anne. It's so good. Oh, yeah. No, it's fantastic. And actually, Holland Taylor is working on it again. I think she's going to be in it again. And uh, the, the woman who played it this last time here in town at Zach Theater was so familiar to me and it was like how do i know her how do i know Mm -hmm. her and she was the lesbian mayor of dylan in friday night Lights. oh oh my gosh (laughs) she's a fantastic actress in her own right i think dallas based wow you had a story that eddie shared with you Mm -hmm. about what was going on with ann richards and bob (laughs) bullock at that time along with the drinking do you recall all of that I remember bits and pieces of it. I know that she had uh, T-shirts printed up w- with Eddie of, of Bullock as kind of Edie Amin because <laughs> of their similarly explosive tempers. People were buying it, and then all of a sudden Bullock found out about it, and then nobody was buying it anymore because he was really angry. <laughs> they just all disappeared. But there was another story about how Bullock said to Eddie, Hey, you know Willie Nelson, don't you? And he goes, Yeah, yeah, I do. He said... You know, um, I wonder if he'd sing at one of my my uh, rallies, you know, one of my campaign functions. I don't know. I guess I could ask him. I have to tell you this, though. When when we were growing up and he would, he lived in the next little town from us, uh, Willie's from Abbott. So it's all in the Waco area. When Willie came to town, uh, Bullock is one of the town bullies, and he and his friends would force him to sing <laughs> to mock him. <laughs> hey, you there. 
<laughs> Why don't you just pick a tune for us anyway? Oh, my God. So Eddie goes uh, to uh, Willie Nelson and says, hey, would you be interested in singing at this rally? And he goes, well, what do you think of his politics? Well, he's going places. And then Eddie told him this, reminded him of the bully of Hillsborough. And Willie said, well, he can go F himself. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And again, we we talked about this on on a recent episode. A lot of these places move, just like we know Antones has moved many times. Raw Deal moved as well. Yes. The new Raw Deal was where the original Z Tejas is. On West 6th. On West 6th. And the reason I learned that, I didn't know that, was that there was this long conversation online about about where the best uh, chicken fried steak was. And this, uh, this person who'd moved away from the state was going, I know it was up on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> but I love that kind of clue. It's just like, <laughs> right. all right, it's right. on a hill. Right. We've got something. And they had great chicken fried steak. And I opened it up to social media and crowdsourcing. And people had all kinds of guesses. A lot of them didn't have a hill. A lot of them didn't have chicken fried steak. So, But we narrowed it down to two places. The, the uh, new raw deal at the old Zitejas place. The original Zitejas house place. And then also Texas Tumbleweed. Which, which I ate at. Let, me too. Oh. So let's go into that. Let's wow. let's go into Texas Tumbleweed, shall we? Yes. Okay. Austin Found is brought to you by the LBJ Presidential Library. More info at lbjlibrary.org. I, I love when listeners write in and challenge you. And they give you, like, like you said, that vague clue. <laughs> it was on a hill and it was chicken fried steak. Yeah. And so you pass it around the newsroom, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, out in social media is even better. Yeah, because and people start filling in what they thought in. it might be. Some of their guesses were pretty entertaining. <laughs> Hills Cafe. Not on a hill. Not on a hill, but the, <laughs> the, the name threw them off. County Line. Right, right. Which originally, one of the county lines, the one on BK Road, was one of those roadhouses. It was a clubhouse outside the city limits for club members to go in and get lotto. So. Ah, no chicken fried steak there, though. Big problem. Not at the time. No. Not at the time. Convict Hill. Right. Which okay. was an Oak Hill. I always heard about that place. Never went. Right, right, right. Dry Creek Saloon. Right. No chicken fried steak. Right. And Lone Star Cafe, which there were several around town. Yeah, and, it was and a when chain. I was, it was all over the state. They states. were everywhere. Yeah. No, and, and they were reasonably good for that kind of thing. Kind of like a, a Texas version of Chili's. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't kitsch it was it was a, a, a nice place to go and have some comfort food i remember going to one off 183 yeah. as a teenager and then someone also even threw out the stallion which we've mentioned on a, a previous with episode. the orange or green cream sauce <laughs> but more than likely the place that the, the this woman was looking for as she was attending university of texas in in the 70s was, was the tumbleweed texas tumbleweed which is was out on 2222. A really big hill. A really big hill. <laughs> There's a canyon there that, well, you're, you're, you're a bicyclist. Have you ever tried going up that hill? We used to back in the day. It's it's too populated now. Oh, I mean, just, it's like a highway now. Yeah. But you remember, it used to be... Just a oh, country the, road. Yeah. yeah the, it was more of a winding road. Right. As was bee caves. Right. But then it's just, it's just too... 
it's like it's like riding on a highway but i used to yeah that was a training hill i remember it was and and i definitely hit 60 miles an hour going down at once (laughs) which is fun but it's a straight shot and you know and i think it's been a while since i've been up there but for the longest time you could still see a little bit of the old texas tumbleweed sign i think it's still there and it's slowly overgrown but i yeah, yeah i'm pretty I sure it's still see. there and this was a place that was very kid friendly and they had all this landscaping that you could go and crawl around on the side of the hill while your parents ordered it occurs to me that it was kind of halfway out to the lake out to lake travis mm-hmm. so it'd be the kind of place you stop on the way back mm-hmm. or or you might stop on the way out you know, it had a Texas theme, and you know, you could get all kinds of things. But people remember the chicken fried steak. I do, and it, again, I cannot get over <laughs> every restaurant dive that you've brought up. Serve chicken fried steak. Almost, yeah. we mentioned yeah. a couple that don't, but it's like you literally would think that's all Austinites ate at a certain point. Like in the seventies, we. All ate chicken fried steak. When's the last time you had a chicken fried steak? It's been a while. You know, (laughs) we talked about this, but Joanne's on South Congress, one of the uh, McGuire Mormon Group restaurants, which I love. That's a good place. Their their signature dish is like a thirty-plus-dollar chicken fried steak, and my husband won't let me eat it. (laughs) You cannot order that because of the price alone. Because of the price. Yeah, yeah. I know. Magic touch, though. A magic touch yeah. that uh, yeah. Liz Lambert has with projects. Yeah. But that's the McGuire Group. McGuire Mormon is a restaurant group that she partnered with on yes. this project. Uh, they're Jeffries, Clark's, yeah. June's, Perla's. Perla's, and, yeah. They have the magic touch, they too. They do. They absolutely do. There was never another Texas tumbleweed location. It was just that one on the hill. I think there was the one, but that's a. I'm thinking of County Line. You just challenged me to look. I know, right? (laughs) Because you'd always go which County Line, right? Right, right, right. And that's what I was thinking of. Thanks for tuning into this. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to write to us for suggestions, comments, uh, maybe we talked about something that touched on a nerve or your favorite your dive or greasy spoon yeah. or old club tell me about it you'll dig it up i'll dig it up <laughs> yeah. i send, will i will send it to m barnes at statesman.com or j hager h-a-g-e-r at statesman.com and subscribe to think texas that's our free weekly digital newsletter about texas history and also pass this on to your friends please let do. them know about austin found i think uh we're you know i I feel this way. I'm sure you do. It's like preserving these stories, you know, and letting all these new Austinites know how we got here, I think is is part of who we are as a city. Yeah.